Hey, welcome to The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. It's your boy, Kevin Riles. And this week, I continue the theme on finding your passion. Kevin, why are you just being all soft at the end of the year and wanting to hold our hands and learn about passion? Because it is important. The real estate of life. Remember the life part. The real estate is a talent. The real estate is a tool. So I need you to help. I need to help you find your passion. And so this week I'm going to talk about finding your passion with these 14 questions. Finding your passion with these 14 questions. Some additional tools uh, to help you find your passion. So DJ, hit that passion music, please. Support for this program comes from the Digital Broadcasting Network. Presenting podcasts and web series from everyday people who have an extraordinary passion to make the world a better place. Hey, welcome to this week's The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. It's your boy, Kevin Riles, and we are ending the decade. We're ending the year. This is the end of 2019. If you listen to last week's uh, or this month's, I guess, theme, uh, I haven't been talking that much about real estate. I've been talking about uh, life, and so we've done... Uh, last week I did on finding your passion. Um, this week I'm going to do uh, finding your passion again, but uh, with some different set of questions. Um, the reason I'm doing this is a couple of reasons. One, it's something that I've always struggled with is trying to find your passion. Uh, and with me, I found it. It's just trying to, the struggle for me is 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 doing it on a consistent basis um, and you know not, not being worried about uh, making money with it uh, as someone uh, shout out to Bobby English uh, see Bobby you got your shout out just want to let you know you got your shout out Bobby English uh, about finding your passion but trying to make money with it so he's been on my case about uh, wanting to me to just completely and, and totally immerse myself uh, within my uh, passion uh, and so I know people struggle with this uh, I know um, our rational minds struggle with the fact that I really want to be doing something around my passion, uh, but I'm stuck going to this job or doing this every day, whatever this is. The other reason is I was uh, surfing Facebook uh, the other day, ironically, and there's a group from my college. Uh, actually, it's a Spelman Morehouse uh, group. Uh, and um, shout out to Morehouse and Spelman. Uh, and so um, someone asked the question in the group, how many of you are actually doing in your career is what you went to school for. Uh, and that comment section had something like 200 uh, comments on it. And I I'm, I'm, I'm guesstimating here, but I'm gonna say 70 to 80% of those comments were I am not doing what I went to school for. Uh, and some of those comments, I'm doing something way better that I love, but um, most of the comments were, hey, uh, I went to school for X, but I ended up doing Y, and I'm glad I did. Or some of those comments were, I went to school for X, I'm doing Z, and I hate it. I hated X and Z, uh, but I really want to do Y. And why am I bringing this up? I just kept, I read through the, all of those comments, and I just had this palpable sense of we don't spend enough time early in our life around our college years and high school years trying to determine truly who we want to be, not what we want to do, right? If you think about it, you always get asked when you're, I'm asking our daughter now, my daughter's 16 years old. People always ask her, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And so she is interested in digital marketing. She's interested that she's told me the best way she can describe it is the creative side of marketing. And she truly is creative. 
She's, you know, I've said before to people, I've even told Mr. Producer, she's into digital media. She's taught herself Final Cut Pro on her own. Uh, we've fed that uh, with, you know, studio equipment. She has everything that I'm looking at uh, that Mr. Producer has in front of me. She has at the house, a camera, lighting, tripod. She has, uh, you know, all the, the equipment. And she has a YouTube channel. Uh, it's called It's Maddie. She hates when I promote it, which I tell her, well, why do you have a YouTube channel if I can't promote it? But she doesn't want old people looking at it. That's what she told me. Uh, but uh, but she's you know taught herself how to do uh, mixed videos. I had her do some projects this summer where she added, uh, did some promos for me based on the tapes that are the digital recordings that Mr. Producer did. So she really is talented at it. But I, I, I often wonder, uh, based on knowing her, if that's just a talent and she's good at it and so she likes being good at it or is that truly what her passion is and she's cr definitely creative that 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 is uh no doubt i just wonder you know is that creativity supposed to be going towards digital media or is it supposed to be going towards counseling people i, I, I don't know uh, but i see that we all and i remember myself being asked what do you want to do when you grow up? And so I finally just got a narrative that, hey, I want to be an engineer. Hey, I want to be in math and science because guess what? I was good in math and science. Um, and I'm still honestly good in math and science, but that was not my passion. It just happened to be a talent. Now, I wish someone would have been asking, what are you passionate about? What do you enjoy? You know, asking me some of the questions that would help me find out what I'm passionate about so that I could have possibly uh, taken a more direct path. Everything happens for a reason. I do believe that God puts us in places. So I don't regret my life at now 46 years old, uh, but I think uh, I can assist others in that. And so these last two weeks, I've been trying to give you tools and I'll send this tool to Mr. Producer to put uh, in the show notes as well. And this week, I found an article on Inc. Uh, online uh, that says, find your passion today with these 14 questions. Find your passion today with these 14 questions. And so, again, I just think the real estate of life, what I like doing, what I enjoy doing, counseling, coaching, speaking, is giving you tools, uh, just like I do in real estate, to, to be better. So here's another set of tools around passion. And so I'm going to give you these 14 questions. I may answer a couple of myself in my own voice, but uh, I want to give you these tools so that, again, you can spend December of this last month of, of this decade trying to work towards your passion and so that as you begin this new decade in 2020, um, you're intentional about working towards your passion. I can tell you now that in your deathbed, I'm very clear on this, that I won't be saying, man, I closed 300 deals, real estate deals. I'll be worried about how many people I affected, how many people I got to have. I got to have a uh, chance to uh, have an impact on their lives within my passion, which is having an impact on people's lives by speaking and teaching and coaching and, and preaching. So question number one, what's been a common theme in your life? What's something that people would say about you uh, in each job you've held? So that's question number one. With me, again, using last week as a precursor, that would definitely be that, um, I guess, easy to talk to. People, Mr. Producer and I just had a conversation. People tend to just tell us their business. I don't know why. And sometimes it's right after hello. It's not even a, uh, uh, you know, a long conversation. They're telling us deep and intimate uh, secrets. And I think it's just the spirit 
uh, that you know we possess. Some people possess this spirit where they people just feel comfortable around them. Number two, what skills come to you naturally? How could you possibly use those skills to make a living? Um, speaking comes naturally to me. I'm, some people, when they get in front of people, especially large crowds, uh, they say that's akin to death. Um, that is not akin to death of me. I, I thrive that. I, I enjoy that. In fact, I usually get um, down when I'm by myself <laughs> long periods of time. So, um, again, what skills come to you naturally? Number three, what types of things do friends, colleagues, or family usually seek your input for, right? So, for me, definitely real estate. I'm the real estate guy. Uh, actually, for me and my family, I'm, I'm also the tech uh, help desk for my parents, for my for Cher's parents, and for Cher. Uh, but, uh, so those are talents of mine. But nine times out of ten, most people call me to seek my advice. Uh, and so that's how I would answer that. So you can see even the questions one through three, there's a general theme uh, that uh, is, 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 is showing itself. Number four, what would you do for nothing? If you didn't have to worry about money, what would you be doing? That is the question that I ask every kid, teenage, at some point in time. Hey, if, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do for free? I would say more than half of them don't know. And so I say, well, once you find that, that's what you should start working towards. Now, some of you out there are saying, yeah, Kevin, yeah, if feeding the homeless is you know what they would do for free, you can't make a whole lot of money doing that. Happiness does not come uh, with money. Yes, you need money to survive, but you can also set your life up around what you, what you uh, make. And so that's something that I'm, I'm telling you, but I'm trying to come to grips with uh, myself. So that to me is the best question of all. Uh, what would you do for nothing? If money wasn't, if you hit the lotto, you still had to do something other than travel and, and buy stuff. Uh, what would you do? And I would, I would continue doing the real estate of life. I would seek out uh, opportunities to speak and talk uh, and write and think. And so um, those are the things that I would do for free. Number five, what's something that when immersed in it, you lose track of time? Um, um, for me, that is anything audio, autobiographical for, about someone who lived a great life or a meaningful life. Um, you know, when I'm listening to an audible uh, I'll binge out uh, on an audible about, um, you know, auto autobiographies of great people. Uh, for me, that is also uh, learning just um, scientific things about how people gain success. Uh, instead of just saying, hey, you know, hard work um, makes you successful. I'll read books like Grit, uh, where she's actually done the research to say, yes, hard work does make you successful. And here's the data behind it. I, I lose track time. I know I'm a nerd. I get it. Uh, number six, what gets your blood boiling? What's a problem in the world that you love to fix? Uh, I could just stop here. I could do a whole podcast on, on, on that one. But uh, I guess with my, I, I would love for people honestly to know what they're called to do, what God put them on earth to do. Uh, I would love for people to be able to know that because I think uh, if you were settled in that and have a foundation in that, uh, then that would make life a lot easier for you, especially when you're trying to make decisions about which way to go, what to do, uh, not only career wise, but even in, in, in family. All right. Number seven, what's one moment or accomplishment that made you feel really confident? What were you doing and what uh, part of it brought you the most joy? So what's something that you were just so uber proud of 
uh, that uh, it just made you really, really confident. There are a number of things in my, in, in my life, but that, I think that's an important question to ask because, again, all of these questions are giving you clues as to what your passions are. Number eight, in the past or present, companies, uh, what internal, external problems would you be interested in solving? So some people feel like, well, hey, Kevin, I want to follow my passion, but I also have a mortgage, two kids, uh, a spouse, uh, and college funds, and I need insurance. So how can I find my passion and I still need to work? Completely and totally understand that. Been there, done that. And if you're like me, I was young at the time, so I wasn't as sophisticated, but I sought out opportunities to do my passion within the company that I work for by volunteering to do things like go out and speak to students about engineering, uh, volunteering to, to work with other employees to get other things. So again, that speaking, that counseling, all those things, I get to scratch that itch. And that actually gave me some sense that if I needed to stay in corporate, um, I had an opportunity to work in human resources, even though I'm an engineer by trade. Um, I probably, If I had stayed in corporate, that's where I would have, have made my career, which was in human resources, because it was the people part of human resources that I enjoyed the most. That was the most fun that I had in corporate, and I didn't have a lot of fun uh, in corporate. All right, number nine, what results bring you the most satisfaction? When you finish what type of project, what gives you the most satisfaction? For me, it's the end of the semester when I've had a student come up to me and say, not only did I learn the technical subject, but you know, you made me learn this, or I, you know, this had this impact on my life. Or when I see a student that has graduated um, you know, a long time ago out of our graduate program at Prairie View, oh, Professor House, I remember when you said this, that gives me such a sense of fulfillment. Uh, and again, that's just leaving clues as to uh, my passion. All right, number 10. What three things did you truly enjoy doing today? This is looking at more of a right now. So if you had to, to and do this, I, I've done this before. Uh, sometimes I, I uh, not only block my time, but I, I diary my time. So I'll, I'll, every 30 minutes or an hour, I haven't done it in a while, I'll write down what I did in that 30 minutes, just trying to see if I'm wasting my time uh, or you know, kind of what I'm spending my time doing. And you can do that uh, uh, to, uh, at any time. The other thing you can do is, uh, in fact, my organizer, I think I've talked about my win by noon organizer, uh, has um, in the morning, it has on there, what are the three things you're most grateful for? But in the afternoon or at night, when you're supposed to fill it out, and I do sometimes, sometimes I don't, uh, it's what um, uh, what three things did you learn today? And, what, uh, and so, again, that's around that whole idea of, your activities and what you're grateful for and what you're learning uh, is something leaving you clues as to what your passions are. How can you do more of these things? So once you start figuring out some of the answers to questions one through 10, uh, number 11 is, how can I do more of these things? Um, my pastor talks about Dr. Joe Samuel Ratliff at Brentwood. Uh, she preached a sermon many, many years ago uh, talking about your vocation versus your avocation. Your vocation is what you do. Your avocation is who you are. Your vocation is what you do. Vocation, right? Uh, where I work, what I do. Your avocation, what you spend your time with outside of work, is typically giving you a clue of what your passions are. All right? So if you are doing woodwork outside of work, when you you can't wait to get to the garage to, to cut up some wood, or you can't get wait to get... Uh, out and start looking at properties or whatever the case may be, that's giving you clues. Um, and so the question becomes, how can you do more of these things? And some of you can use your avocation 
instead of streaming Netflix or something like that, doing the things that um, make you passionate. In fact, it may give you more cartilage, more equity in doing the things that you don't particularly do, uh, as, like to do, which is work, uh, so that uh, you have a little bit of break in between, if that makes sense. Number 12, how might you apply what you like to do in your day to day in an industry you're excited by? Or what roles within the industry could you research? So is there something, if you are working within an industry, that fits, that aligns with your particular purpose and passion? Um, when I was working for Exxon, Exxon Mobil now, um, I did a rotation through HR, as I just mentioned, and I was the recruiting coordinator for our um, college uh, recruiting effort uh, for our tech technology company. And so I got to go out to various colleges around the United States and recruit on behalf and I would develop relationships with students and try to recruit them to Exxon and even if I didn't, I stayed in touch with them. And so that was all aligned around my purpose. And honestly, me not really knowing my purpose at that time, but I loved that job. I loved the fact that I was getting to interact with people and talk about the company and talk about life and what you want to do as a new hire. So that again, all aligned uh, with my uh, purpose. So there may be something out there in your current position, your current job that aligns with what your purpose and passion are. Number 13, uh, who has a role that looks really interesting that you could learn more about? Look around. I've had many of people contact me and say, hey, man, can we have coffee or can I come by your office or can I treat you to lunch? I'm always available for lunch, by the way. Uh, and, you know, I want to talk about being an entrepreneur. I want to talk about real estate. I, I watch you from afar. And, I, of course, that's ego stroking to me, which feels great. But um, I always tell students, hey, go find somebody and say, hey, do you mind if I take you out to lunch or, or um, bring you some coffee and get 30 minutes of your time who, um, so I can talk about what you do? Who doesn't want to talk about themselves? Name a person that doesn't like talking about themselves or what they do, especially if it's something you know that they're passionate about. So again, this question number 13, who has a role that looks really interesting that you can learn more about? Seek those people out. Uh, go talk to them. Most people are open uh, to talking to folks. And then finally, number 14, what methods could you use to learn more about this industry or role? So if you find a role, could you go talk to the person like I'm suggesting? Uh, could you talk to people around the person? If it's someone in your company you don't feel comfortable, is there a similar role in other companies? You can find someone on LinkedIn and message them and say, hey, I'm not interested in your, I just want to really learn about this particular uh, career. So those are 14 questions. Find your passion today with these 14 questions that I hope you will take some of them. If I honestly just have one person out there that listens to me at the sound of my voice do this, then I've uh, completed my mission for this month on finding uh, your passion. Uh, I just want to help somebody. Somebody out there is struggling with this. And for those of you that are not struggling with you with this, in other words, I'm working in my passion. I'm diving in. I'm bathing in it every day. I get to do it. Congratulations. You'll understand how blessed uh, you are. Just because you're working in your passion, just because you're working within what you're called to do does not mean that life is easy, by the way. I'm not suggesting that. Uh, you still got to pay bills. You still got to live in this world. Uh, but I, I do believe and, and not believe, I know uh, that that is just one less thing that you have to worry about in this crazy world is, is uh, working within your passion. So with that being said, I just hope that somebody out there will take these 14 questions or the hexagon 
uh, quiz, uh, passion test quiz that we have from uh, last week uh, and really go through these things as you think about 2020 uh, and this new decade. So again, I, get, I appreciate you guys listening to me. This has been The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles, and I'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening as always. Do you have questions about any of the topics I'm talking about? If you have questions, let me know. Email me at kevin at kevinriles.com. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. I'm going to do a podcast just on the questions uh, that you guys are sending to me. So feel free to send them to me. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. 